Welcome to the Bethesda Christian Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit yourbcc.org or download our mobile app from the App Store. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. We're here to glorify the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for us, God. Thank you for coming on that first Christmas. We give you our hearts and our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas is crazy and strange as this year is, we can have a Merry Christmas. And I, I begin tonight just saying thank you. I want to say thank you to all of you who've extended a thought in one way, shape, or form, cards, gifts, text messages, phone calls. Thank you. We uh, appreciate it, uh, both Pastor Julie and I and the rest of the whole pastoral staff that you've You've touched with uh, some type of greeting, encouragement. We appreciate it. And we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. We have our common bond of Jesus. It's why we're here tonight. And I want to continue a little bit of the theme that was started earlier at the open about light and uh, our Lord. I want to just begin with a little anecdote um, about light that affected me a little bit. I was recently at an appointment to have my eyes checked. And if you've ever done that, for people like me that I've worn glasses since I was in the second grade, I'm quite accustomed to it, the eye charts. And nowadays it's all uh, high tech. They, They dim the room a little. They project things on the wall. I've memorized a lot of the lines, A-S-Z-F-G-E. You know, you can just tell them what it is. Not that that helps out your, your eyesight. Or your, the E's, they put all the E's up, right? You're up, down, left, right, down, up. Well, I went through all of that, but I'm not getting any younger. So the, the glasses that I need and uh, contact lenses as well, I need to be able to read with them. So I, I had to go through the reader test, too. So the doc hands me this little book, this little thing, right? And says, read this. So I'll, and unhold it this far, little stick, this far away from me. Okay. I'm struggling. I, I, and I don't have this one memorized, right? This is really... <laughs> uh, so I can't get through this sentence. The doctor's standing behind me. And she clicks on a flashlight. Click. I just read it off, just like that. And she said these words to me. Light is your friend. And I said, yeah, you're right, Doc, in more ways than one. And that's so true. It's so true. Light is important. There was a video that played at the open of the service. If you walked in late and missed it, the opening frame, the opening frame said this. It began with a light. 
And the background was a starlit sky. Dark, dark sky, but with stars. And one star was standing out. One star was standing out from the others. And the reference in that image is what we call the star of Bethlehem, the Christmas star. It's the star that was prophesied about in the Old Testament. I've talked about that earlier this month. The Old Testament says there shall come a star out of Jacob or Israel and a scepter. A scepter means the king and a king shall rise out of Israel. And that's from uh, Numbers 24. That star, that star was the herald for the birth of the king of Israel, the king of the Jews, Jesus. And wise men from the east, they perceived that that star was announcing the birth of Christ. And they came to Bethlehem. They first went to Jerusalem, then Bethlehem. And they said, we saw his star when it rose, and we've come to worship him. So seeing that image, seeing that image in that video, the star of Bethlehem in the night sky, it made me think of creation. Whenever I see the, the night sky filled with stars on a clear night, I can't help but just think how awesome it is. And the word awesome is so appropriate when you're standing there beneath the vast sky and you see all of these stars. And it makes me think of creation. God created all of that. And it never ceases to amaze me. I look up there and just say, you're an amazing God. You're awesome. He named all of those stars. And we're just seeing a little fraction of what's out there. It's these, these little lights that are shining. Creation began. Creation began with light. The first words recorded of God Almighty in our Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, let there be light. Before that, the earth is described as formless, empty, dark. And then the word of God. Then the word of God, and there was light. Often a question is asked, well, what was that light? What was that light? I know the creation account. Stars and the sun, they didn't come until day number four. What was that light? Well, the greatest the greatest minds of theology, they've thought about this. They've debated it. They've postulated about what this source of light might be. But I'm content with this. I'm content that the source of that light, when God said, let there be light, it was God. It was the glory of Almighty God. Places in the Word of God, like Psalm 104, verse uh, 4, says he wraps himself in light as a cloak. Revelation Chapter 21, uh, we heard a little from Revelation at the opening. Revelation describes a new heaven and a new earth as the holy city of God. The holy of city of God where the light's going to be perpetual. There's a description that I want to read from Revelation 21. It's verse number 23. It says, the city, and this is, the picture of the holy city of God, the everlasting city of Jerusalem, the, it's heaven. The city does not need sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the lamb is its lamp. So we heard that at the open. 
the Lamb of God, which we've already sung about, who came to take away the sin of the world, is the, the light of heaven. So I'm content. I am content to say the source of light, when God said, let there be light, that, that was the glory of the Lamb of God. And that, that light emanates from the lamp. It says in Revelation, the lamp that's called the Lamb, Jesus. Jesus is called the light of life in other places in Scripture. In John chapter 1, John's gospel, it says that Jesus is the light of all mankind. John 1, 4, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Yeah, there's Jesus, again, being described as the light of the world. But we know that all mankind has not received the light. They haven't. The, the hope of eternal life that's offered through Jesus Christ. Because God entered the world. He became like us. He took on human flesh as the Christ child. And then he was rejected by the world. And the world, so many in the world still reject that. And many, many are in a state of hopelessness, darkness. Darkness has become the metaphor of choice, it seems, in our recent times. I read this headline yesterday. America's darkest days lie ahead. Wow, that's encouraging. Here's another one. It's going to be a long, dark winter. And I could go on and on. It's, it, they're just all over. And I don't wish, it's not my intention here, to water down some of the hurt people might be feeling right now. People are having difficult times for sure. The events that are going on have caused many to be in difficulty. And I don't want to gloss over that with platitudes of one form or the, the other, but characterizing the times as long and dark, to me, it just reflects an attitude of hopelessness. Why not try to be a little more positive and look up? Why not try to have an attitude of hope? It, it, this attitude of darkness, it sounds to me uh, somewhat like what the ancient prophet Isaiah once prophesied. In Isaiah chapter 60, Isaiah wrote, See, darkness covers the earth in thick darkness is over the peoples. It's really kind of a foreboding message. It's really not one of hope. People in dark have no hope. No hope for the future. No hope for eternal life. There's no light shining on them. But in spite of the circumstance, in spite of what we are living right here and right now, I have hope. I have hope. Regardless of the situation, I have hope. And you do too. You have hope. You have hope no matter what you're experiencing. We all have hope if we can say we call on Jesus as Lord and Savior because we have light. And that light's not temporary. It's not temporary. It's not fleeting. It's forever. It's forever. This, is, this isn't something that's temporary like the things of the earth that are going to go away. The light of Christ is everlasting light. When Isaiah said, see, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over all the peoples, he was describing the state of the world 
at the time, and even God's holy city, Jerusalem. It really was a message to Jerusalem, which was going to be destroyed by the Babylonians. You're covered in darkness. You're in, you're in the dark. You've got no light. But Isaiah didn't leave the people without hope. He said, the city is going to rise again. Jerusalem will come back. And Isaiah wrote of great hope. Though you're covered in darkness, though you're in this thick, it seems like ink, you can't see your hand in front of you. And in essence, he said, light's coming. Light's coming. And Isaiah chapter 60 describes, it unfolds this description of God's eternal city and an everlasting light. So let these words fill you with hope this evening. These words from Isaiah 60. This is verses 1 through 3. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And that's a forward look. That's a forward look to Jesus. It's a forward look to the first Christmas in the light of the world coming. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. And thick darkness is over the peoples. But, great turn here. But the Lord rises upon you. And his glory appears over you. And again, this is the the light of Christ. the, The light of Jesus coming to Jerusalem. Verse 3 says, Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. See, where it seemed there was only thick darkness and no hope, there was hope coming. Hope comes in the form of the light, which is the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the light of the world. Isaiah said, arise, arise. Let that sink in. Don't take a posture of defeat. Don't be down and depressed. No, he said, get up. This is, this is really a call to, to action. Stand up, arise, shine. Let's, if, if you know Jesus is Lord and Savior, shine that to others around who are in the dark. He's the, the light of the world. Your light has come. Isaiah goes on to say, this light's going to draw others. It's going to draw people from other nations. It's going to draw kings. It's going to draw those from the high seas. If you read through Isaiah 60, it describes all these are going to be drawn to this everlasting light. Even the enemies of Israel are going to bow down to this light. And then Isaiah projects even further into the future. Isaiah 60, verses 19 and 20, they say the sun, the sun will no more be your light by day. Nor will the brightness of the moon shine on you. For the Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set again and your moon will wane no more. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your days of sorrow will end. That's, That's an amazing, amazing message of hope. And it parallels what we read from the book of Revelation. Revelation 21 parallels this. The sun will be no more. The Lord is the light, an everlasting light. Don't lose sight of that. We've been talking this whole month about things that endure. The light of Jesus endures forever, forever. It's the light that is 
everlasting. It doesn't come to an end. When Jesus was once teaching in the temple, he said this. This is John chapter 8, verse 12. When Jesus spoke to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. There's this, again, this contrast of dark and light. We heard at the opening from John 12, very similar. Jesus saying, be in the light, not the darkness. Those who follow Christ, Jesus said, they've got the light of life. That's eternal life. They're not in darkness. All the others, all the others, they're in darkness. There's no light. There's no life. It's, light. it's lifeless. It's hopeless. And that's something very sobering to think about. Without Jesus, you're lost. The light of life from Jesus is everlasting. It's not reserved to this mortal life. It doesn't end. It secures immortality. It secures eternal life. The world contends with such a proposition. We present ideas like that to, to the world and ah, they mock it. Oh, you're, you're, you're believing in something that's just not true. They, they'll put us down. They'll tell us we're small-minded, that we need to believe in such a thing. And that's because the world's focused on the temporary, the here and the now, in its darkness. The world's in the dark. They're separated uh, from God because of one word, and the word is sin. Sin brought death into the world. It brought darkness. Sin is darkness. God's divine and perfect justice required restitution. And that restitution came in the giving of a life, the sacrifice of a life, the perfect, complete, 100% restitution for sin. Jesus, the light of life, came into this world to make that restitution. And he willingly gave his life. That's why he came on Christmas. When he gave his life, it meant God's justice for all. And what did Jesus do but offer us all this great beacon of hope, a bright light, a bright light for those who are lost, living in darkness and sin. And each one of us, each one of us must come to that individually. We can't do it for someone else. We can't do it for our children. We can't do it for our parents, our friends. We have to come to this individually in our own heart to come in repentance before God Almighty and giving, giving up our own ways, giving up the ways of the world and by faith believing that Jesus made, the, made restitution for our sin, that he satisfied God's justice. And then what did Jesus say? Follow him, follow him and receive that everlasting light, receive everlasting life. The wise men who saw that Star, that little star in the dark sky. It led them to Jesus. Is the tiniest, tiniest light of Christ, has it come through? The light of life offered by Jesus Christ, has it shown in your eye? Have you seen it? Have you seen it in the eye of your very soul? Tonight, if you haven't, see it. Follow it. It leads to everlasting light. It it leads to eternal life. 
Glory to the newborn king. Take it with you. Take this light with you and let it be a reminder. Let it be a reminder to you. You've got the everlasting light of Christ. Share that light. The world's dark. It's looking forward to a long, dark winter. We got something that brings great, great hope. Hope that's forever. And his name is Jesus. His name's Jesus. Take this with you as as a reminder of that. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for the gift of Jesus who came to this world for one purpose, born that man no more may die. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. Let Let us never, ever take it for granted. And if there's anyone, Lord, who who's never received that gift because they just haven't turned away from their life, God, that they're self-directing. I pray, Lord, anyone who's heard tonight of the everlasting light and would like to step out of the darkness into his marvelous light, God, I pray. I pray that heart's turning right now, Lord. Grant, Grant that person entrance, Lord. Show your love. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the love you've shown all of us who have received Christ and call on him as Lord and Savior. We have the gift of eternal life, born again, born that will never die. Thank you, God. Bless all as they go. Bless them, keep them. Keep your hand upon every family. Watch their going out, Lord, and they're coming in. Preserve them. Your word says, watch our going out, our coming in and preserve us. From this time forth, even forevermore, may that blessing rest on everyone here, everyone who's joining this service. Thank you, Father. We pray that. We pray that. In Jesus' name, amen.